This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 29th of August. Stop the press, Justin. <laughs> After 18 years, Meta has finally decided to create a customer service division for Facebook. Finally. So you'll potentially be able to talk to an actual human when you get locked out of your account. One of the most painful experiences right now. B-Man, I'm very sorry to break this news to you. No. But 7-Eleven's famous $1 coffees and $1 Slurpees are the latest victims of our cost of living crisis. I know. From October 4, the price of regular coffee will double to two bucks. Well, Justin, three caffeinated stories today. Let's do it. For our first. West Farmers, the Aussie conglomerate, has released its results for the last financial year and let's just say it is making <laughs> it work, but it ain't quite partying like it's FY21. Wes has kicked some major goals recently, so what is the go? Well, we all know West Farmers. They own Kmart, mm-hmm. Target, Bunnings, Officeworks and Catch. And like most retailers that relied heavily on in-store sales, Wessie's went through a bit of a change during the pandemic. But at least Old West Farmers could always rely on Bunnings, their superstar moneymaker. Yeah, in the latest financial year, Bunnings was worth around 60% of its earnings. Especially when no one had anything better to do than to build a veggie garden. <laughs> but Brett, West Farmers' profit was down just around 2.9%. And the overall West Farmers' performance shows an insight into the broader economy. So what is the key learning here? Since West Farmers owns such a broad array of businesses, it's a great indicator of the performance of the economy. Companies like this can often be called bellwether companies. Think about it. West Farmers has companies in hardware retail, in the discount department space, home and office supplies. Not to mention healthcare with API, industrials and mining. So pretty much when the economy is booming, West Farmers booms as well. And when the economy slows down, West Farmers also slows. For example, Jazzy Boy, in the last financial Mm -hmm. year when stimulus checks were pumped into the economy, West Farmers saw a net profit jump yes, 40%. But this financial year, it dropped at 2.5%. 9%. So clearly, the effects of inflation and higher living costs in the economy are playing games with West Farmer's heart. <laughs> For our second story, Afterpay will be shutting down its money app after just 12 months, but supposedly, it ain't just because it ain't performing well. I believe this app was initially promoted as the best thing since sliced bread, Justin. <laughs> so what is happening here? So we know that Afterpay was acquired by Block last year, and the takeover was completed in Feb this year. Now, since then, they've been dealing with the buy now, pay later dive, mm-hmm. with their losses up more than 300% in April. And now, Brett, there's some more big news from Afterpay. Their banking app, Money by Afterpay, which launched in October 2021, will now close down in October 2022. And what was it again? It was effectively striving to become a bank, but it was powered by Westpac's banking as a service product. The shutdown has a whole lot to do with the fact that Block or Square, they also run Cash App. A similar app with 45 million users over in the US. So what is the key learning here? When a company makes an acquisition, it clearly has its eye on something in particular in that business. It may want to snap up the employees, the data, the brand, the licenses, all the customers. But sometimes not all of the parts fit with the future vision of the new parent company. Afterbay has a great money app in Oz, but Square already has the cash app that's thriving in the US. It's a classic, well, uh, clearly one of us <laughs> needs to change here. And Brett, Square certainly ain't the only company to switch up the strategy at a company that they've acquired. Just think of the chaos after Warner Media merged with Discovery this year. CNN Plus streaming service was canned after three weeks. And the Batgirl movie was axed after it had already been wow. filmed. But Brett, both of these companies say they've got to make sacrifices for the greater good, aka the long-term strategy. For our 
our third and final story, DoorDash, the food delivery giant, just got hacked. And now Ooh. they join an esteemed and infamous list of large companies to be hacked recently. The black market for data is a very scary place, Brett. What in this cyberspace happened here? <laughs> As we know, DoorDash is the global food delivery platform that has been moving further and further into the logistics space. And they're pretty massive. We're talking 27 countries, at least 25 million users, and more than half the food delivery market in the US. 25 million users, you say? Uh-huh. 25? That's a whole lot of users that probably wouldn't want their data handled <laughs> uh, incorrectly. And Brett, last week, DoorDash uttered the two words no company wants to hear, data breach. Now, DoorDash says hackers accessed some users' names, mm-hmm. email addresses, phone numbers, and delivery addresses. And for a small percentage of users, partial card info was also on the menu. Oh, no. i got to tell you something. It's actually way more common than you might think. Oh, boy. So what is the key learning here? In a world with more data than ever before, there's also an astounding amount of data breaches. In fact, the Australian Cyber Security Centre, they received one report of cyber fraud every 10 minutes between July 2019 and June 2020. And that's just Australia, B-Man. There have been some major data breaches globally over the years. One example, 137 million Canva users saw their data leaked in 2019. 700 million LinkedIn users had their data leaked last year. So as individuals become increasingly worried about their data security, it's going to be interesting to see if companies finally get a handle on this massive problem. Yep. A very happy Monday, Flux family. Get this week off to a really delightful start, for us at least, and give <laughs> us a five-star rating and a review. Of course, only if you're enjoying the pod, which we hope you all are. So scroll up and tap that five-star rating. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.